Welcome to episode 28 of A Little Nerd Music, entitled Shape Up or Ship Out. <laughs> I'm Kelly. I'm Christina. And I think Christina wants to start with some fandom news. Um, we just want to send our condolences to the Simmons family. It was announced last night that Hall of Fame broadcaster for the San Francisco Giants and San Francisco 49ers, Lon Simmons, passed away at 91. Wow, 91. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first Giants announcers, along with Russ Hodges, when the team came over from New York, and he is one of the announcers I grew up listening to. Interesting. Well, our condolences are with the Simmons family. Um, since our last recording, there's been some big news in the teen world. I remember, um, remember the day before it broke, I was literally telling you, like, oh, I don't know how much longer One Direction's going to stick together. Yeah, I know, right? So, uh, Zayn Malik of One Direction has left the band, if you want to call it a band. Vocal <laughs> and, group. Uh, the boy band. <laughs> and uh, the, inter- uh, the internet subsequently broke. Yes. I mean, it was just crazy. And I think this happened, like, the day after we recorded. Literally. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, and then he already released new stuff and everything, right? Well, he didn't release it. That producer, Naughty Boy or whatever, um, leaked a demo. Good job. And then subsequently got in a fight on Twitter with who else but Louis. Good job. Good job, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's not much else to say. I feel like everything's been said about it already. Mm-hmm. Um. There's since been a lot of photos, I guess. Perry Edwards has been posting a lot of photos of them together, which is good. That I'd be completely fine with. It's the idea that he's already working on solo material that would annoy me if I were a hardcore directioner. Yeah. Well, I guess if I were a hardcore directioner, I'd be like, you know what? It's good for him that he's doing something else that he likes. Right? (laughs) Apparently not the way they're acting online. I know, people are cray-cray, but... It's like, you people don't even understand what it means to be Yoko Ono, so, like, slow your roll. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. If you guys don't know who Yoko Ono is, don't be comparing Perry Edwards to Yoko. Yeah, because everybody knows it was actually John Lennon's fault, so chill. Well, Christina knows. (laughs) I don't know that it's common knowledge, because I've never heard that until you said it, but okay. I've only watched every documentary on the Beatles ever. It's not healthy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, apparently, Darren Chris has become the third Glee star to have his Twitter hacked. Quote unquote, hacked. Some people don't think it was actually hacked. Um, and the activity that the hacking, that happened during the hacking, suggests that Chris Colfer was real. As in, Chris Colfer, the ship Chris Colfer. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I guess he, like, favorited a bunch of stuff about how, like, I don't know why Darren is sightseeing in Paris. He should be hanging out with his boyfriend. <laughs> and, you know, 
It's all fun and games, you guys. I get it. It's cute that you guys ship Chris Colfer. I kind of do, too. But remember what we talked about, about not being mean to significant others? Seriously. <laughs> because people were, like, totally bashing Will and Mia. And it's not cool, you guys. Like, they're people, too. <laughs> you need to not be mean to them. Obviously, Chris and Will have been in a relationship for a while. And Darren and Mia have been together, like, since forever. So they're obviously in a significant relationship. Mm-hmm. You need to leave them alone. And even just them as people. It's like, come on. Yeah, they're still people. And you, imagine if you went online and read something terrible about you. How would you feel about it? You know, it's just sad. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm as big a Chris Cole for shipper as the next person, but still. You got to understand that Darren is bi at best, if not straight. <laughs> so let him be in his relationship with his girlfriend who he lives with, okay? Um, this is a sad, sad uh, announcement for me. But congratulations to Robert Pattinson and FKA Twigs on their engagement. I am crying a little bit on the inside. (laughs) I'm crying a little bit on the inside. It really makes me sad. But as I said on my Twitter, I don't have a problem with him being in a relationship. I have a problem with him being in a relationship with Kristen Stewart. (laughs) So, honestly, I'm glad that he's found someone. She seems very lovely. I don't know who she is at all, but she, I guess she's just like a British singer-songwriter. I don't really know I know she she's is. performing at Coachella. Oh, maybe he'll be there again. Probably. But anyway, um, congratulations to them. And uh, I guess I'll just have to postpone our wedding. <laughs> um, let's get into some movie news. So, Furious 7 opened this past weekend, right? I believe so. And it apparently broke box office records. Okay. I'm not sure. So, they're making this huge deal about how it's the biggest um, April debut ever for a movie. But then you get to the end, and it's like, oh, it's the biggest since Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And it's like, that was last April. Oh, uh, okay. So, the record, like, it's... And it is the most successful of the series, they said, so far. Well, that's good. I think the fact that it's Paul Walker's last film definitely had a lot of um, pull for a lot of people. Like, Mm. I kind of wanted to see it, and I've never seen a single one. I think this should be the last one. It's just, it would not be the same without Paul Walker. I think it was going to be anyway. Well, they're already talking about um, storylines for Furious 8, so... That's not the best idea. No. You know, actually, I was um, speaking of stopping a franchise. Remember when we were talking about um, Night at the Museum? Yeah. Apparently, like, you were like, oh, I would love to see a spinoff of Jed and Octavius. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they were talking about doing a Jed and Octavius um, spinoff, and then Robin Williams died, and then they were like, no, Aww. we're done now. But I think that you guys should do, you guys being the Furious 7 people, do the same thing. I mean, it's just not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never seen them, but that's what I'm guessing. Uh, Christina, would you like to talk about the next point? Oh, I I was home a lot (laughs) the past week because my puppy wasn't feeling well. 
So I watched a lot of documentaries, including Going Clear on HBO. I believe it was at Sundance Film Festival, but it's a documentary about Scientology. And if you know nothing about Scientology, I highly recommend watching it because it is insane. <laughs> like, they interview a lot of people who have left the church and things. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, of course, the church, like, denies almost everything that's in the documentary. But, like, just watching even, like, official video from, like, meetings and interviews with, like, John Travolta and Tom Cruise and stuff, like, it is cray-cray. interesting I'll have to watch it I'm kind of curious it's really interesting on the background they gave on L. Ron Hubbard about the like founding of the actual church and things Hmm. interesting um so in case you guys missed Ryan Reynolds um April Fool's joke Deadpool has begun filming and if you would like to see the joke he and Mario Lopez played on April Fool's, you can check out Fandom Friday from last week. It was pretty freaking funny. <laughs> um, so I, Christina and I just read this online. They're apparently making a Play-Doh movie. <laughs> I guess with the success of like Transformers and the Lego movie, they've decided that all inanimate toys should receive movies. It's like, I don't even know what to say to that. I know, right? It's like having, like, a Connects movie or Lincoln Logs or something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, the movie will be directed by Paul Feige from, of Bridesmaids. And uh, I don't remember what the other one they said, but Bridesmaids is his big one. I think it's Feige, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> It doesn't seem like it would be, but whatever. You guys know. Well, what because we the head of Marvel is Kevin Feige. Yeah, but there's an E at the end of his name. Yeah, but I didn't know who this guy was. And when Paul he said Feig, it, I think. I think it is. It is <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're confused. <laughs> I think it's Paul Feig. Okay. And you know who he is, Christina? He was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. He was one of the, the teachers. Oh, okay. On Sabrina. Like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, my God, that guy was on Sabrina. (laughs) Anyway, um, Groundhog Day will be adapted into a Broadway musical. That should be interesting. I also saw um, they're adapting Bull Durham. Hmm. I think they need to stop. (laughs) Just bring us the Mean Girls musical and we'll be good. Um. Anthony Mackie apparently found out that he was in Avengers with the rest of us. Did you hear I'm about gu- this? No, I'm guessing he just read the poster. Yeah, like, one of his friends called him up. He's like, like, yo, dude, like, I saw the Avengers Age of Ultron poster just came out. And he's like, oh, that's cool. He's like, why didn't you tell me you were in it? I didn't know I was in it. And then, like, he's <laughs> shot all his stuff in the past month or so. Oh, wow. Interesting. Well, that's cool. I like Anthony Mackie. And the article I was reading about it, um, he was also talking about how his college roommate was Lee Pace. What? Yeah. That's awesome. And Juilliard. Of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Um, Moving on to TV news. I don't even watch this show and it blew my mind when you told me. I can't believe this. Nina Dobrev, who plays um, Elena... And Catherine 
on the Vampire Diaries will be leaving the show after this season. Which is what? Isn't like, she like the you... center of the show? Like I don't get she... it. Yeah, the three leads are her, Paul Wesley, and Ian Somerhalder. And this, everyone, is why you should usually not date your co-stars. Also, don't break girl code. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't date your co-stars, and don't let your friends da- break girl code. So, Christina, stop dating my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something really mean, but I kept it to myself. Good, thank you. <laughs> well, I was like, I don't want your leftovers. <laughs> no, I was going to ask, where are they? Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to date Waldo. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, we have weird nicknames for random guys from Santa Clara. You have to have code names, come on. Yeah, exactly. Where's Waldo? <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, if you guys watched the last episode, the last week's episode of The Flash, it was called Tricksters, and it um, had Mark Hamill playing one of the tricksters. Can I just say, I saw a brief glimpse of Mark Hamill on The Flash, and mm-hmm. he's lost a significant amount of weight. He's looking good. Really? I was thinking, wow, he's pretty heavy. No, you didn't, because he was a villain on Criminal Minds in the past few years. Uh-huh. He's, he's slimmed down significantly. Really? I'm sure it's for Star Wars. But... One of the things that made me laugh out loud was there was like a copycat trickster in the episode. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Hamill's trickster said to him, he's like, I know why you want to be the trickster, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, why? And he goes, I am your father. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God. He must have gotten a huge kick out of being able to say that. That's awesome. I was like, "Ah, slow clap to whoever wrote this this article. (laughs) I mean, this episode. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, Also, in this episode... Barry apparently felt the need to expose to everyone that he is the Flash, and I'm not sure why he did that. <laughs> um, but there's there's no new episode this week, and then there'll be five more episodes before the finale. And it's getting crazy, and Christina, I highly suggest you watch it this summer, because it's really good. Ah. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that Mark Hamill was on it. It was pretty good. He did a good job. Um, what is this about Zachary Levi and Bert? <laughs> oh, you should watch it. There's they did this um music video with Zach Levi and Bert singing about how the weather is beautiful. Get off your Facebook and go outside. It's really cute. Bert, as in Bert and Ernie. Yeah, huh. I'm not sure if it's from Sesame Street or just by Sesame Street for the internet, but okay. It was question super for cute. you. Yeah, is it true that Ernie died? Wait, what? I heard a rumor a few years ago that Ernie died. I I don't I didn't I heard nothing. This is the first I've heard about it. I heard a rumor that Ernie died and he had like some sort of like terminal disease and it was like to teach children about death. <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but it was like the most depressing thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> but anyway, I obviously it's not true. Um, I feel like every time someone like Zachary Levi or Tom Hiddleston or somebody like that is on Sesame Street, it ends up being really cute. It usually is. Yeah. 
Um, so I saw this on on Yahoo today, and I thought it was pretty messed up. Oh my god, I saw that. Apparently, Bill Maher um, compared Zayn Malik to the Boston Marathon bomber. Yeah. Which is really, really messed up. Yeah. Like, why did they think it was even okay to air that? I think so. I don't. It might be live, so I wouldn't necessarily blame it on the network for airing it. Well, I blame it on at least the network for some. I mean, they should at least be like, "We're sorry for this." You know, mm-hmm. no one's even said anything. I'm pretty sure, like at the beginning, they have something saying like the views reflected on the show don't reflect the views of the network and all that. Yeah, well, it's pretty messed up. I Bill Maher under- shut his mouth. That's what should happen. I know. Apparently, he said about Zayn Zayn Malik, where were you during the Boston bombing? Yeah. And that's just not okay on any level. Wasn't he, didn't he just get ripped a new one a little while ago by Ben Affleck about Islam? Yes. That was amazing. It's like not the person you expected to be getting in an argument with Bill Maher about Islam, but I was all for it. I mean, it was interesting because he wasn't saying like, he wasn't saying anything, like, for or against it. He was just saying, why do you hate it, basically. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. It's it's a good argument. It's like, why do you care so much? Let that, let people believe what they want to believe. Mm-hmm. You know, this is America for a reason, you guys. There's, <laughs> there's a reason why America was started. <laughs> um... So I read online today that according to executive producer Robert Carlock, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt Season 2 is already being written, and uh, they begin shooting this summer, and hopefully we'll have a release date of spring 2016. <laughs> Yay! It's so good. I'm so excited. I'm excited and nervous for Daredevil this week. Hmm. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. I'm going to try to watch the whole series and post a review for you guys on the website. <laughs> nice. Um, rumor has it that this week will be when we hear the, about the final decision for a second season of Agent Carter. Yay, Christina. I have no idea where that rumor came from, but it's all over the internet the past couple of days, so I thought I'd throw that in there. And Marvel has a big announcement tomorrow, which is probably about that. I don't know because okay so we know that Robert Downey Jr. has thrown around big announcement a lot but like different people are posting images online on Twitter that somehow piece together what the announcement is going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow Hmm. so like Robert Downey Jr. posted an image and Good Morning America did and Jimmy Kimmel did Mm -hmm. and they're close-ups of um, Iron Man's armor, Hawkeye's bow, and um, Cap's shield. But, like, there's these whited-out areas that look like they somehow fit together to say something. Interesting. So no one knows. We'll see. We'll see. All right, would you like to get into obsessions, Christina? Sure. Well, I started watching um, the pirate show on Stars called Black Sails. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. but it's like it's not like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like because it's the same network that has like Spartacus and things, so it's intense. Interesting. 
And oh, um, cool. the lead is Toby Stevens, who is the son of Maggie Smith. Oh, nice. And um, for the more fandom inclined, um, oh my, uh, Tom Hopper is also on it, and he played Percival on Merlin. And he is uh, a very, very attractive young man. I think I've seen him before. That name sounds familiar. Tom Hopper, though, not Tom Hooper. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. Oh, okay, I don't know what you know him from, but okay. Maybe from you, I don't know. <laughs> um, did you know, Christina, random random uh, thought, but did you know that we had a class at Santa Clara called Pirates of the Caribbean? No. <laughs> It was a history class about, like, trade routes in the Caribbean. Oh, I took music of the Caribbean. That sucked. We had a, we also had a um, history of the Beatles class. What? Yeah, it filled up really fast. I tried to get in it. You know, after we graduated, they had uh, the physics of Doctor Who. They also had one called um, Contemporary Children's British Literature. Harry AKA the Harry Potter class. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah, at the bookstore, I would be like, these are all Harry Potter books. This is ridiculous. I want to be in the Harry Potter class. <laughs> but yeah, we had a Pirates of the Caribbean class. Pretty cool. <laughs> um, so my obsession is this show on TV land <laughs> called I saw, Younger. Yeah, I saw the commercials for it. It's actually really cute. It startled me when I saw a commercial with Sutton Foster. Well, the thing is, I I don't even know if I get TV Land, but it's on Hulu. So <laughs> I've been watching it on Hulu. And um, I love Hilary Duff and Sutton Foster, so obviously I had to watch the show. <laughs> and it's it's cute. It's about, like, Sutton Foster is, like, this 40-year-old woman who's trying to get a job because she just got a divorce. Mm-hmm. And she's finding it hard to get back into the workforce, having, like, basically no experience and being 40 years old. So she pretends to be 20 or, like, 22. <laughs> and, like, she befriends Hillary Duff and she starts dating this guy that's, like, 23. But she has to, like, hide her daughter and everything from them. Because <laughs> I think her daughter is supposed to be, like, 22. Oh. Yeah. So she, like... In the last episode, she, like, wiped her existence off the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cute. I mean, I love Sutton Foster. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's pretty good. You should watch it if you have a chance. Oh, you know what another obsession I have right now? Hmm. But there's not a lot to be obsessed about yet. Have you watched hmm. Lip Sync Battle? Yes! So good. So good. If you guys are not watching it, you need to be. And there this, hasn't been, there's the, only been like one or two, right? There's been two episodes, but this week is Anne Hathaway versus Emily Blunt. What? Yeah. Yes. And if you haven't seen the clips on the internet of Anne Hathaway covering Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball. Oh my God. Full on swinging in on a Wrecking Ball. Like you, you oh. <laughs> that is amazing. I think we um, mentioned it in a, in a Fandom Friday. Yeah. So it has begun, apparently. That's awesome. I haven't had a chance to watch it. I've only seen bits and pieces. But Oh, the first that. one was The Rock versus Jimmy Fallon. And then the second one was John Legend versus Common. Oh. It was nice. amazing. 
That's awesome. What channel is it on? Uh, Spike. Oh. Interesting. I'll have to find it on, like, Hulu or something. It's amazing. Um, so should we get into our main discussion that's going to take us freaking forever, Christina? This is going to be exciting. So this is Christina's um, pet project for the last few months. She's been begging to have a shipping episode. <laughs> you had fun and, filling out this outline, admit it. And this is it. This is it, you guys. Strap in. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Um... So, Christina, it's all yours. The floor is yours. I just realized I didn't fill out my first question. <laughs> so, I think we're going to start off with when each of us first became aware of shipping and being a thing. Okay, I guess I have to go first since you haven't figured it out I mean, yet. I know what mine is. It's just I'm intrigued by yours. Oh. <laughs> so, when I was in high school, I think I was like maybe a junior or something. Um... This girl, Melissa, said to me, she's like, have you ever heard of restrictedsection.org? And I'm like, no. And she showed it to me on a computer because we did not have smartphones back then, you guys. (laughs) And I swear to God, my innocence about the HP fandom was totally ripped away from me. So was it like, was it a fanfic site or something? Like, I don't get it. It's a fanfic site that's only R and higher. Oh my god. (laughs) Hence, restricted section. Also need to explain to the younger people in the crowd that when you were younger for us to find fanfic, you didn't have these, like, archive of your own and like fanfiction.net and all this kind of stuff you had, you had to, to like freaking like, search for it you had to like go on people's geocities websites to find crap <laughs> that's so true <laughs> so when like live journal communities came along it was like heaven oh, that was a new thing i remember that Dude, we do you remember before YouTube they had that thing E bombs world? I don't even remember that. That was like before YouTube they had that like that chubby kid dancing to the Hungarian song. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, and like the lightsaber fighting, you don't remember these things? I, I remember. They still show some of those clips on the jumbotron at Giants games. Amazing. You kids that are in in high school now, you don't understand the amazingness of, like, back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird because I was even thinking, Christina, like, when we went to college, you were the first person I knew who had a phone that went on the internet. (laughs) And that was, like, a big thing. And it wasn't even, like, real internet. It's, like, you could only access websites that have, like, a BlackBerry mobile version. Yeah, I think you could, like, access movie times and then, like, sports stats, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Well, going back to when I first became aware of shipping, I think the first time I found out about it kind of being a community-type entity, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the first time I became aware of shipping and shipping wars were in boy band fandoms. Oh, no. (laughs) 
because I was trying to find out like when the new Instinct album was coming out and stuff, and I discovered like oh, all these people arguing God. about their Instinct ships. So I guess this was like the precursor to like all you Directioners out there, because there was like full on like novel length Instinct fanfic. This is amazing. I'm sure there is for the other boy bands too, but it was like, I just remember stumbling on it and being like, wait, what is this? I don't understand. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know there was NSYNC fanfic. Oh, it's still online. Like, I still stumble on it every so often. That's amazing. The thing though that's awkward is sometimes you find something and it's really well written, but still makes you really uncomfortable. You're like, wait, what? No, stop. That's one of the way it is on restricted... Well, I don't even know if that's still around. Restricted section. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> Are you curious to see if restricted section is still a thing? Yeah. It probably Not is. Not a bit. Oh, wait. I spelled it wrong. That's why. Restricted. There you go. It still is a thing. Oh, my God. It is still here. That is amazing, and it looks the same, too. That's what makes it even better. I like how it says, if you're underage, please click here to leave. <laughs> Doesn't it look scary from the from the photo that it shows you? It does. Oh, see, it's NC-17 Harry Potter Fan Fiction Archive. Whoa, that's intense. That's not even R. I know. See, this is why it was my innocence was ripped away from me (laughs) i honestly want to know how that girl because i remember she was younger than me i want to know how she found it i remember when i was in high school this guy got busted for looking at um oh my god what do you call it like anime smut on the school computer (laughs) oh my god why would you do that was it called yao is that what it is like i don't even know i don't know because I think that's what he said, but it was like, oh my god. That is hilarious. Did you know, okay, one time I was in the Santa Clara libraries, like, doing my senior paper or something. If you put one extra O in Facebook, at least at that time, it was a porn site. Oh my god. And someone did that, and they were like, oh my god, oh my god. And I was like, what is happening? And I just, like, looked over, and he's like, oh my god, I did not mean to do that. Oh my god. I'm surprised, like, the school computers even let you go on porn sites in the library. On that topic, I think the funniest thing that I think summarizes the kind of person I am is one time I accidentally downloaded porn when I was trying to download a adaptation of Shakespeare. Nice. Like, how did you do that? Because it had the exact same file name as because it was part of the Hollow Crown adaptation on BBC ahead of the Olympics. So I downloaded it. Like it was the exact same formatting as the other two installments. So I downloaded it and it was like right length and everything. So I'm like, okay. So I started playing it and it was like, oh God, oh God. And my mother walked in. She's like, what's happening? I'm like, I was trying to download Shakespeare. I swear. <laughs> and she's like it's sad but i believe you <laughs> okay i don't know if you knew me at this time but i got busted at santa clara for downloading for illegally downloading music mm-hmm. and they called me like the the disciplinary office called me and they're like 
um, we're reporting you because you downloaded porn onto your computer. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I didn't download porn. And then they're like, oh, no, wait, you downloaded music. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why would I download porn on my on my school computer? That's really dumb. <laughs> oh my god! If I'm gonna download porn, it's gonna be at home. <laughs> <laughs> I went to college. I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, should we get more on topic? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, what does shipping mean to fandoms as a whole? So, I think. On the good side, I think shipping is where a lot of people in fandom get their inspiration. And it's mm-hmm. what drives a lot of the creative works within fandom and allows people to break down like the canon and explore things in a way they might not necessarily like try to think out these ideas that they would in school. Right. Well, also, I mean, if you think about it, in some fandoms, not many anymore, but in some fandoms, like, the the writers and the actors go online and, like, read about your fanfiction and read about your fandoms and, like, kind of try and make that happen sometimes. Or they at least use it to create a dialogue with the fans. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, like, that doesn't happen very often, and I think it kind of gives the actors and or writers and their fans sort of a way to connect. Mm-hmm. Because in a lot of these cases, the people who are creating these fandom works are just as creative and just as talented as someone who could get, like, a movie made or a TV show. Unless your name is E.L. James. Well, she got one, so I... I mean, it's like I say about Kim Kardashian, to be that successful with so little talent, you need to be good at something. (laughs) I guess so. I guess so. Well, I, I mean, if you think about it, look at, like, the Mortal Instruments. Yeah, exactly. And Twilight. I was even reading this article that NaNoWriMo put together a while back on their website about how a lot of these people who are getting their original works published now and stuff, like, have at some point written fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of people who create fan art are also other types of artists in their everyday lives have you ever seen that thing on uh i think it was on mtv.com where like tyler posey was giving us a tour of the teen wolf set and they have they have some fan art like framed on set Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool i mean like you have people like that who are so talented and so awesome like you know like the um fan of the week on wolf watch and stuff like that i mean like there is always those people that are really talented and then there's those that are scary (laughs) and it's like i i think that we need to get over this idea as a society that fan fiction and fan art are somehow less valid and less important than other works of fiction and other works of art because i mean people have really been writing fan fiction for centuries at this point centuries yeah i mean like i was reading this thing about classic works of literature that you could look at and technically they're fan fiction Hmm. okay um like dante's inferno could technically be seen as like bible fanfic or something i mean i think that might be pushing it no but there were some on there that were really interesting and like look at the success of things like sense and sensibility and sea monsters and things like that 
That's true. And um, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies is coming out sometime this year, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the bad. Oh, the bad. I thought you said the bat, and I'm like, what? The bad. Okay. So I think pretty much the bad for us was shipping wars, because they're terrifying. Ship wars scare me. Like, people who are, like, really hardcore shippers scare me. Like, I don't mind if you're a hardcore shipper, and, like, you write, like, your ship manifestos, like, all those things. Like, that's great. But when you start, like tearing other people to shreds online just because they ship something different. It's like, you need to slow your roll, dude. That and, like, before you start attacking people, you should probably see if it's actually true. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, um, for example, Christina and I both gave examples of times that we were scared of the shippers. (laughs) (laughs) Christina, would you like to share yours? Mine was, I don't even know how it happened. Like, I did some post about how I was really enjoying elementary because it had just started, like, a few episodes in. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm getting this message from someone who's really pissed off calling me a homophobe for saying that I liked elementary. I'm like, what are you even talking about? How so, did that make you a homophobe? Because apparently, me liking elementary means that I don't like Sherlock, which is dumb because I like both. And then. If I don't like Sherlock, it's because I'm a homophobe. And I'm like, so if I don't ship Watson and Sherlock on Sherlock, I'm a homophobe? Like, it doesn't even make sense. (laughs) It's like they're not, you realize that they're not together on the show, right? Oh, man. But, like, this person was pissed off and hardcore. Like, I didn't even respond to any of it because I'm like, this person is, like, cray cray. Yeah. Um, I had a similar experience. I enjoyed yours because I remember when it happened. <laughs> remember I like posted a bunch on Tumblr. So I posted on Tumblr that that Kristen Stewart cheated on Robert Pattinson. I reported this news. Reported the news. And someone was like, that picture is clearly photoshopped, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I try to wait until, like, a more, quote-unquote, reputable source um, reports on it. It's obviously true. And she was like, you just hate Kristen Stewart. And I'm like, okay, yes, I do. (laughs) I'm not making this up. (laughs) And it was crazy. Like, this girl went off, like, for, like, four posts on Tumblr at me about how much I hated Kristen Stewart. And I'm like, I'm not saying I don't hate her. I'm saying that what you're saying is wrong. (laughs) And um, she actually sort of scared me a little bit. Oh my goodness. And that goes back to real person shipping. Yeah, which we've discussed on this before. Yes. Um, Anyway. (laughs) So what was your first ship? Okay, so, (laughs) I have two, because I feel like one isn't really a ship. Okay. So my first one, which I think is, you know, it's sort of such a given that it doesn't even count as a ship, was Ross and Rachel. (laughs) I mean, that was just, I mean, it's like the Charmings. It's like, that just is. If you don't, if you don't 
like Russ and Rachel, you obviously just don't like Friends. And it's it's almost like the marker now for modern ships. It's like, okay, watching the show, who's the Ross and Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. So if not going on Ross and Rachel, my first ship that I actually like rooted for was Seth and Summer on the OC, aka Sethimer. <laughs> Yeah, they were my favorite, and I rooted for them the entire time, and when they ended up getting married at the end, I, like, was really excited and cried a little bit. (laughs) Because I just think, like, it's so cool that, like, this girl who really changed a lot from the first episode to the last, like, she became, like, an actual human being, Mm -hmm. ended up falling for, like, the nerd, which I thought was cute. Okay. Yeah. Well, my first ship was a ship I had before I really knew what shipping was. And so I was that nerd who watched Star Trek every week. Mm, she was. Yep. Star Trek Voyager. And I was all about Tom Paris and Belan Torres because they were meant to be together. And then the final season, they ended up being together and having a baby and living happily ever after. Which just set me up for pain the rest of my life because most ships don't get that. <laughs> So that was my first ship. Nice. Um, <laughs> so other favorite ships, we just kind of went crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't even sh- know what some of these things you put are. Oh, yeah, you probably don't. Okay, so one <laughs> of mine is Everlark, Katniss, and Peeta. Oh, okay. Is that? Did you not understand what that was? No, not at all. Um, I call them Everlark. Others call them Penis, but I call them Everlark. <laughs> um, and then I had to go with my two friends' ones, Mondler, Monica and Chandler, and Ross and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I love One Tree Hill. I don't think I've ever talked about how much I love One Tree Hill. You haven't. Obsessed. So I had to put Naley, Nathan and Haley. And even because. though I was never that into One Tree Hill, and I just watched a significant portion of it to please you, yes, Naley is like meant to be. And even though it's highly unrealistic that you would get married as a junior in high school and stay married forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's probably completely irresponsible. Yet somehow for them, it's just like perfect. Yeah, and they—I mean—they had their problems and they had their separations and stuff, but in the end, they really did love each other, and I thought that was cute. Um, and then Brulian, Brooke, and Julian. Oh, okay. Because they were real when they were on the show. <laughs> they were actually dating. Oh. And then just because I hate Lucas, <laughs> Lucas Scott, I had to put Jayton, Jake, and Peyton. Oh. Because I hate Lucas Scott, and sh- I think she should have ended up with Jake Jagelski. <laughs> um, do you want to name some of yours, or should I just keep going? I'll dip into some of mine. Let's see. So I also have um, Merther, Merlin, and Arthur from the TV show Merlin. And it's nice. the beginning of a trend I noticed of ships of mine ending in pain and or death. Uh-huh. Um... I also have, this is probably one that you've never heard of, but Westmas? Nope. Have you ever heard of the show Common Law? Nope. It was a TV show on USA Network. It was like the same era as like White Collar and Suits and all these. 
Mm-hmm. But it was about these two cop partners who have to go to marriage counseling to fix their partnership. Okay. Um, it was with Warren Cole and Michael Ely. It's really funny. I think you actually might like it. Nice. But I totally ship it. <laughs> so one of mine is Dan and Serena from Gossip Girl. Aw. <laughs> Even though Dan isn't... Is Dan Gossip Girl? Dan is Gossip Girl, and I find him to be kind of a sociopath, and I don't like him. <laughs> but I do think that they sh- they were Endgame, and I like that. I think they should have been together. They look good together. And- and then the other one I shipped on Gossip Girl was Chair, Chuck, and Blair. <laughs> Which is the worst ship name ever. Chair. It was either, awesome. I guess it was either Chair or Block. Which also <laughs> <laughs> but, and then Rufus and Lily because they actually are together in real life. Aw. Yeah. And I think that's adorable. Um... I agree with some of yours, too, Christina. <laughs> okay, so I'll dip into a couple. Um, the ship that spawned half of a drinking game that got us very, very tipsy. Um, Andros and Grantaire and Les Mis. Oh, yeah, we did play that game. <laughs> Remember one of that the was rules fun. was every time Grantaire looks longingly at Andros? <laughs> yes, that was a fun game. <laughs> like, some. Like, sometimes I forget about that ship, and then I just come back to it, and I just love them so much. Nice. And it just made so much better knowing that George Blagden ships it and was playing into it when he played the role in the movie. Nice. Um, one of my more recent ships is Eliza and Henry on Selfie. I thought they should have ended up together. They might have, though, but, like... Because he was going got, running off to her at the season finale, and you don't know how it's going to end up. Stupid canceled. <laughs> it's the perfect show for Netflix. What's wrong with them? I know, right? Oh, my God. Um, One of mine was Schmidt and Cece. Is that New Girl? Yeah, because I think they need to be together. Because Schmidt and Cece obviously love each other. Aww. And Nick and Jess are adorable, too. Obviously. I don't even watch the show, and I know that. Yeah. So um, let's let's talk about our our mutual one, Christina. Oh, Han Solo and Princess Leia. Duh. Obviously, that's the only Star Wars one we have <laughs> because they're perfect. That's because Anakin and Padme freak me out because they're crazy. They are. That's like an unhealthy relationship right there. I know, right? Um, another one of mine is Marshall and Lily, because even though I was very upset with how I met your mother ended, mm-hmm. Marshall and Lily are kind of like the the model of what all ships should be. Remember when like, they like, broke up, though? Oh, my God. Like, that's how I want my relationship to be. Like, they're just, like, so fun together. Yeah. And they embrace what the other person loves. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I love that their son's middle name is Wait For It. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, and then I don't know if I shipped them so much as I thought that their ship name was cute. And that's PB and J, Jim and Pam from The Office. I almost feel like you don't even have a choice when if you watch The Office. Like, they're just, that's it. They're, they're like Ross yeah. and Rachel. From, like, the pilot, you knew that they were Endgame, even though she was married to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't matter. Yeah. Um, another one of mine is Ezraya from Pretty Little Liars. 
Ezra um, and Arya. That's why I had no idea what it was. Yeah. Ezra. Um, so now we're getting into like our old school ones. <laughs> oh my god, Sabrina and Harvey. Yes! <laughs> when he came to like get her at the church, oh my god. Oh my god, it was so exciting. <laughs> we're talking about Sabrina the Teenage Witch mm-hmm. and Harvey Kinkle. Because <laughs> yeah, he left the show for a while. I know, and then he came back. Just Yay, so they could be cool. together. Aww. And in that in that same era, Corey and Topanga. Yes. And Sean and Angela. Yep. Yay. And Angela's coming back. I'm so excited. I don't even watch the show. Just knowing that she still exists in the universe makes me happy. <laughs> you know what's weird about that show? Random thought. Remember his his brother? The brother that like had a heart problem? Yeah. He's like an adult now. I know, that's so weird. And he's on this show, and it's weird. Um, I had to go to Lost and say Charlie and Claire and Penny and Desmond, because they were amazing. Aww. And I literally cried when Charlie died. <laughs> that was, and they had like this whole, like, like, a few episodes of just saying goodbye to him, which made it even worse. Aww. Yeah. Um, and then Carrie and Big. I mean, Carrie and Big are awesome from Sex in the City. I like your next one. Sarah and Chuck from Chuck. You're welcome for getting you into Chuck, by the way. I love Chuck. I still haven't finished it, but I do love it. It's amazing. And then what's your last one, Christina? Well, I have several that we haven't gone over. <laughs> well, me too. There's a bunch more that we haven't gotten to. Um, I had Monroe and Rosalie, who are one of my few ships who so far have ended up happy and together on Grimm. They're so cute. They are, like, the cutest couple on TV right now. They're adorable. I, um, I love the, um, the, the, the promo for next week, too. Yeah, so cute. Um... One of my other more recent ships is Peggy and Sousa on Agent Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that they'd be a good match because they're not perfect for each other, but they're perfect enough, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, another one of my ships that has ended in pain and blood is Athelnar from Vikings. Okay. Where literally... In the other week, in the span of half an hour, it went from Ragnar telling Athelstan that he loved him, and then Athelstan was dead. Okay, you know, I gotta say, though, Athelnar on its own sounds like its own Viking character. Right? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I was like, this is just one person, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot to fill out the rest. <laughs> Athelstan and Ragnar Lothbrook. Nice. Um, I also have Ikabi. I think that might be one of the ones that I don't agree with. I don't ship them. I I think I have grown to ship them more in the time since you stopped watching the show. I think I ship them as a bro TP, but I don't ship them as like a romantic ship. Uh, I go back and forth, honestly, on them being OTP versus bro TP. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I'm OTP. Okay. Um, and then I also have Mulder Scully going old school on the X-Files. Nice. Who, I think they really are credited for being one of the first kind of online shipping phenomenons. 
Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I'm excited for them to be returning to television. Yay! Okay, so what is your newest ship adventure? Well, mine is a bro TP of Peggy and Jarvis on Agent Carter because I just need more of them together in my life. Who you've had as your ship moment before. I have. Because they're adorable and amazing. And they're just like the perfect sidekicks for each other. Nice. And the dynamics between them are so different than most male-female pairings for sidekicks on TV. And it's something I really enjoy. Interesting. Okay. And what's your newest ship? Mine is um, Steriline, which is Stefan and Caroline on The Vampire Diaries. That is, if Caroline ever decides to switch her humanity back on and end all this ridiculousness of trying to kill people. Hmm. Because if you guys watch the show, you know that she switched off her humanity because Stefan wouldn't admit that he loves her. Oh my. <laughs> and so she switched off her humanity and then she tried to kill his niece. Oh. And that, that was really scary. <laughs> she literally tried to, like, saw her heart out of her chest. Well, she'll probably be getting more screen time now. <laughs> so, um, Steriline, I think they're adorable. If she ever decides to be normal again. <laughs> also, did you get my text that one time when I told you that she was singing um, the last five years? Yes, I did. And I didn't know what you were talking <laughs> yeah. about, so I was just like, oh, okay. Oh, on Vampire Diaries. Ah. Anyway, let's talk about the big ship. The, in the power fandoms of Tumblr, as the I like to think of them. Fandom. <laughs> the battleships, if you will. <laughs> it's like a lot of these other ships we've been talking about are the little, you know, personal dinghies, and these are like the aircraft carriers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the most terrifyingly powerful of which would be Harry Potter. Yes, Harry Potter. Major ships being Ron and Hermione. Who are kidding? Harry. Harry and Hermione, which I think is stupid, by the way. Which is what J.K. Rowling said she should have gone with instead of Ron Hermione. Rowling. What did I say? Rowling. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um, Harry and Ginny, which is also canon. I have to say, Harry and Ginny made much more sense for me in the book than it did in the movie. You know what? What? is weird to me though is that I just really dislike Harry <laughs> and so I don't want him to be with anybody you just don't want him to feel joy yeah like I was like oh Luna Neville and Jenny Dean and, <laughs> and my friend was like what about Harry I'm like no screw Harry <laughs> he's kind of whiny <laughs> I know I have a hard time now sidetrack um watching some of the Harry Potter movies now with Dean Thomas because I just see like how to get away with murder <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then... Harry Luna. Yeah, Harry Luna. Surprise, surprise. Sir Myony used to be a ship back in the day. Hmm. Um, which is Cedric and Hermione. <laughs> and then there's, uh, of course, Dreary. Yes. And then... Oh, the two that scare me the most... Twincest and one big happy Weasley family. I think we both have the same 
very significant, very major turnoff in the ships, which is incest. <laughs> which isn't something you normally need to defend in your day-to-day life. But in fandom, for some reason, you do. I think because people know they're not real. Yeah, it's like, I get that, but somehow it's like, there's something wrong with you, they act like, if you don't ship it. It's like, I'm sorry I'm not into brothers banging each other. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know, like, you get that, like, twin cest and wincest is fake. And everyone knows it's fake. No one's ever going to ship, like, Robbie and Mel and Stephen and Mel together because it's weird because they're real. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, it's just different. Like, no one would ever ship the Carver twins together. No, you don't remember on um, Live Journal, there used to be a lot of Jonas Brothers shipping. I mean, there was also Phelps twins shipping. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying it happens far less frequently. Sure. <laughs> I just had a chill go up my spine. Because of twins, us? I, I, the, the one big Happy Weasley family freaked me out a little bit. I like how every time I say it, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> we forgot um, one of the ships that you have mentioned before. What? Harry Giant Squid. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, and then, of course, there's the... Um, I've seen a lot of Marauder ships. Like, all four of them. I do Which think that is a time me. period that I would like to explore more. Not in shipping. No, but I mean, like, well, maybe just not all four of them together at once. I don't know enough about the characters to think about them in different combinations, but. I saw some, like, live journal icon a long time ago that said, like, uh, it was like Lupin and Harry, and Lupin was like, Harry, I knew your father. And then Harry goes, what? Are you effing serious? And he's like, well, that too. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> it's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, we gotta keep going. But you know what? One that I shipped in Harry Potter for a brief... Who was... He was another competitor in the Goblet of Fire. Crom. Yeah, him and Hermione were cute in the movie. Yeah, they were cute. Although, for me, Ron and Hermione was always an endgame. So, like, she can have her little thing that lasted for, like, a month. But in the end, you have to go back to Ron. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're allowed one little, like, stray into other people. But then go back to Ron. That's <laughs> like Ron and Lavender. See, I think the thing that turns me off in a ship is when the guy is kind of like, I'm a nice guy, like, why don't you like me? So I'm going to do this to piss you off. Like, that thing, that really annoys me. Yeah, I think that Ron was just so dumb, he didn't even realize that Hermione liked him. Very true. Very true. Yeah, but something about it, like, made me really happy in the last movie when he's, like, running after Crab and Goyle, and he's like, You stay away from my girlfriend! <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, they called her a girlfriend! So cute! <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot of... I mean, I guess I'm going back to, like, that scary website. <laughs> but I've just seen so many scary Harry Potter ships that I just... 
it just ruins it for me. I wonder, though, if the Harry Potter fandom seems crazier just because they've been around for so long. And if some of the other fandoms will start reflecting it more as time goes on. Possibly. I bet Teen Wolf could get there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Um, Okay, so... You want to move on? Moving on to Glee. Glee. Which I have to say, I have never been overly involved in the fandom aspects of but good god there's so many so many ships but that's almost because of ryan murphy not even i mean some of them people just made up on their own i had to say though i think the glee fandom may have some of my favorite ship names they they do have good ones um so some of the glee ships are of course clean finchel oh Britanna. Britanna. Um, what else is there? Britanna was the one I thought they'd always make jokes about, like, oh, hot girls, ha ha ha, and not actually make canon. So I was kind of mildly impressed that they did. And also, I was telling Christina, I was watching an older episode of Glee, and Brittany and Santana referred to themselves as Santitney. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> What was Finn and Quinn's? Because I feel like it would even, it would just be Finn or Quinn. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I guess it just wasn't a thing. I have absolutely no clue. Um, but then, of course, online, there's a lot of Pezberry and Faberry. Faberry was a big one. Yeah. Faberry is a big one online. Big. I imagine I the big moment for them was the... I feel pretty unpretty mashup. Yes. Yes. Um, and then there's Quick. What's that? Quinn, I don't even know. Quinn and Puck. Oh. Quick. Hmm. Um, one of my favorites as just a bro TP. Yes. Blam. I love Blam. <laughs> Blam, or as Darren Chris likes to call it, Slain. <laughs> so cute. Um, Party, which is Puck and Artie. Really? Is that a thing? Uh, I think Mark Salling tried to make it a thing. <laughs> He's like, you know what Puck and Artie put together? Party! <laughs> and then Puckleberry was a thing for a time. I do like to say Puckleberry. Puckleberry. <laughs> and I it was like... an interesting break from the norm, but it's not Endgame. Right. Oh, and then there was Sam Sadie's. <laughs> and wasn't, um, oh god, wasn't Sam with Rachel the final season? Samchel, yeah. Yep, Samchel was a thing. Okay, and then online, and I don't know why this is a thing, but online I see a lot of Clayne Bastion. Like all three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I can't get into OT3s. And I, I, it's just not my thing. Clayne Bastion, and then I've also seen some Glee fanfictions where they make up, like, that Kurt and Blaine have twins and then there's like four and that's weird <laughs> hmm. it's weird real weird and they named them after chris and darren <laughs> interesting it's real weird i don't know why they do that why do you guys do that <laughs> i do kind of like though that um tina and Artie ended up together that was cute i was surprised yeah 
I thought you would end up with Mike Chang. Oh, I forgot. Chang Chang. I think that's what it was called. <laughs> Wasn't that what it was called? I have no idea. I think so. But anyway, I thought that was cute. But then what happened to Mike? <laughs> Mike was hardly in the finale. I know. I also enjoyed the like si- the aside that Blaine said, oh, did you hear Sam's with another new girl? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that three in one month or something like that? And then Mercedes like, but why is he still texting me? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I feel like Glee, they sort of lent themselves to a lot of shipping because they made up their own ship names. Yeah. Like, the very few people actually make up their own. And I feel like the cast was very receptive to it. Yeah. Like, I remember Faberi won some, like, shipping award online, and um, Leah Michelle and Diana Agron took a bunch of pictures on Twitter about it. Nice. I remember, I mean, God, what is it with me making things sad? <laughs> I was going to say, I remember the last time Corey was on Ellen, and she was like, She's reading something about, like, fans wanting to ask him questions. And it was like, wouldn't it be funny if Ellen asked him what if he knew what Monshell was? And he was like, of course I know what Monshell is. It's Corey Monteith and Leah Michelle. <laughs> and she's like, so you know what it is? And he's like, of course I do. It's a thing. <laughs> I think sometimes interviewers nowadays forget that these people who are becoming successful and popular on TV shows and in movies and stuff are the generation that has grown up with all this stuff on the internet. Yeah. So it's like, not weird people, to them. Yeah, they have their tumblers and stuff like that. And I, I think I've heard that Darren actually trolls Tumblr for, like, clan fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that does not surprise me at all. Can you imagine if someone's just, like, commenting on your Clane fanfic, and it's like, oh, that's actually Darren Chris. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, but I feel like Blaine is out of character here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, because I'm him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I think one of the fandoms that's newer to the scene, but has quickly become a shipping powerhouse is Once Upon a Time. Oh, my God. That has gone crazy. I like and how I, even the ship names like could be in a storybook. I love the thing. I that's what I was gonna say. The thing I love about Once Upon a Time is it's not just the names pushed together. Mm-hmm. It's like well, except for one that I made up that I'm not even sure is real. But <laughs> I love that they're like actually a thing. Like it's like you know. And I love how embraced they are even by the creators and by the cast and stuff because like. Literally, their show is pretty much fan fiction, so if they were going to get pissed off at people who are doing fan fiction and shipping and stuff about their show, it would be kind of hypocritical. So yeah. for the most well, part, they're very welcoming of it, except certain few. Well, I think, um, what's his name, Eddie Kitsis even said, he's like, well, what we do is basically really expensive fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I can't really get mad, that's what we do. Pretty much. <laughs> Um, so one of the, some of the major ones are uh, Captain Swan, yes, Outlaw Queen. Well, okay, since they're not ones that just smush the names together, Captain Swan is Captain Hook and Emma Swan. 
That technically is just pushing their names together. Well, except it's Killian and Emma. His first name is Captain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Outlaw Queen, which is Robin Hood and... um, Regina. Regina. (laughs) Uh, I am like a hardcore Outlaw Queen shipper. Like, I can't even deal... I know, and then he came back, and then it was not real. I'm not caught up. Don't talk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like four episodes behind. (laughs) Okay, anyway. um, Book Thief, which is a new one, um, which is Will, Scarlet, and uh, Belle. Aw, cute. I could ship it. Which I think is cute. I think they're adorable. Mm -hmm. And good for her for moving on from stupid, stupid Rumpelstiltskin. (laughs) And I am impressed that on a TV show that they're having her kind of stick to her guns. Like, no, like, you did something really bad and you really hurt me. I'm not welcoming you back because we're one true love or anything. That's because Belle is one of the most kick-ass characters ever. Yes. (laughs) And I like the Belle that they made on Once Upon a Time. She really is, like, a strong female character. She really works. And then, of course, of course, (laughs) the Charmings. Obviously. I mean, the Charmings are adorable, and they're real. <laughs> and they also have a child. It's so cute. <laughs> um, and then a huge one on the internet that's not really a thing on the on the show is Swan Queen. But because it's so popular on the internet, they have mentioned that they worked in moments between the two of them on the show for the fans. Yes, they have. And I like that they're working together now for uh, Operation Mongoose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Swanfire, which... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Swanfire. I'm so sad. I'm so sad about Swanfire. Still, they're still one of my favorite ships ever. I cried so hard when he died, and I was not expecting to. I know, because you weren't expecting him to die even. Like, he just died in the middle of the episode, and you're like, what? <laughs> so not okay. Um, I feel like Once Upon a Time, because there are so many characters to pull from, will just keep coming up with new ships as the show goes on. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you know what? One of the cool things about Once Upon a Time, too, is that they have a lot of bro TPs that you would never think are real. Like, the fact that Anna knew Charming, like, that's adorable. That's a bro TP that you never thought was a thing. Oh, my God. I forgot another ship that was on Once Upon a Time because she's been gone. Mulan and Sleeping Beauty. Oh, yeah. What were they called? I have no idea because it was so sudden and then Jamie Chung disappeared and we haven't gotten any. Still one of my favorite Mulan moments ever was when Neil was like, oh, they made a movie about you. It was pretty good. And she's like, what's a movie? <laughs> and he's like, never mind. <laughs> that, but I mean, like, that's the kind of twist that you would never expect. Yeah, I like that. I I was, my heart broke for her. Aw, that's why she left the show. Apparently. And she keeps getting other TV show work. Also, can I point out that please, 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 Disney, don't make her live-action Mulan. Oh, I thought you were saying not make a live-action Mulan movie. I'm like, what's wrong with you? don't make Jamie Chung live-action Mulan. Don't let you know she can sing. 
I do kind of like the idea of Arden Cho being live action Mulan. <laughs> All I want is for Ming Na Wen to be Mulan's mom. <laughs> I want... If they age makeup her well enough, they could have her be grandma. <laughs> they would need a lot of age makeup. Uh, she's the best character in that movie, anyway. <laughs> Everybody knows that the grandma's the best. <laughs> um. Okay. Oh, Moving on. You'll need to take the lead on this because I know nothing about Vampire Diaries. So these these two ships are about to crash and burn at the end of the season. Stelena and Delena. Hmm. Um, I almost said Steric and Elena. Because Steric is so overwhelming <laughs> that you just see the ST and you're like, Steric. <laughs> Stefan and Elena. And then Damon and Elena. But that's going to die pretty soon. Um, I really, really, really dislike Bonnie, but I super ship her and Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, even though Jenna died, I shipped Rick and Jenna. I basically just ship Rick and anybody because I love Rick. <laughs> like, I totally ship Rick and Damon as bros. I think they're the cutest bros ever. Aww. Um, and then... I just love Caroline, so I ship her with everybody. Tyler Caroline, Matt Caroline, Steroline. <laughs> I feel like with this show, people kind of, it's like glee in that they all hook up with each other so much that basically any combination you can think of has been a ship at some time. <laughs> except for like except for like Elena and Jeremy cuz they're siblings. Thank you. <laughs> right? Pretty much. I, I, well, like, I will have to take your word for it. <laughs> I'm like, the siblings obviously don't hook up, but yeah, pretty much. I'm sure there's fanfic of it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, too, about Vampire Diaries is that Jeremy isn't a character in the mo- in the books. Oh, okay. Jeremy is a four-year-old girl named Maggie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um... And and Jenna is married, and Rick is dating Caroline. Oh, okay. So it's all very different. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting. Honestly, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do without Elena next season. Mm-hmm. Because she's such a, like, huge part of the show. But I do feel like shipping is a big thing for for you guys that are into Vampire Diaries, because Delena and Stelena is basically, like, what drives that TV show forward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't even watch it. I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Oh, and then there was Claroline, Klaus and Caroline. Ah. And then there was uh, Matt and uh, Klaus's sister. I forget her name. Rebecca. <laughs> I mean, it's just everybody. Just everybody hooks up with everybody. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Okay, so moving on, next we have Marvel. Which I don't know anything about these. (laughs) I like, though, that you just filled out Stucky for me because you know I love them. Mm -hmm. That's the only one I know. (laughs) Because they are my OTP forever. (laughs) Which we have talked about on the podcast. But I had to say, I think... Stucky has become more of a thing as the movies have gone along because of the way they've 
especially since they aged up Bucky in the mm-hmm. movies. Because mm-hmm. in the comics, he's not around the same age as Cap until he's the Winter Soldier. In the comics. Okay. Um, and I think Stony has been a much bigger thing in the comics than it has been in the movies. Like, I think mm-hmm. if you just see in the movies, like, you won't quite get that. Um, Stony okay. is Steve and Tony. Um, there's also the science bros who are Tony and Bruce, which nice. um, Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo seem to have a lot of fun with. They would, yes. They t- literally tag things on Twitter and Tumblr for Mark Ruffalo as science bros. Nice. Mark Ruffalo has <laughs> Tumblr? That's awesome. He will literally like comment on people's random Marvel posts and you'll see like the um, username is Mark Ruffalo and you're like, oh, someone got that username and then you click it. It's like, wait, it's him. <laughs> His his username is actually Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's hilarious because someone did some post about how, like, oh, can we all agree that whenever a reporter asks um, Scarlett Johansson a really sexist question that we have one of the Chris's answer it? And, like, Mark Ruffalo, like, comment on it. He's like, okay, I agree or something like that. And everybody's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's cute. Then everybody's like, oh, my God, it's actually Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> that's funny. And he has reaction gifs of himself. Did I, ever, did I ever tell you about that um, interview he did on, like, Conan or something about his daughter? Yes. <laughs> Where she was like, Daddy, show him you're the Hulk. <laughs> and this guy's like, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I like that he has such a fun time with being the Hulk. Yeah. Well, okay. So moving on. Another ship is Hawkeye and Black Widow, which they actors also seem to be all about. That's why Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson was wearing that little arrow necklace in Captain America the Winter Soldier. Nice. Um, I didn't even notice that, but awesome. I just I only noticed because she mentioned it in an interview. She's like, oh, it's her little nod to Hawkeye and stuff. I'm like, oh, how cute. And Jeremy Renner actually gave the speech when she got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, that's cute. Um, another ship that I've recently discovered somehow on Tumblr is Spidey Pool. Nice. Which is Spider-Man like and that. Deadpool. That's awesome. Um, and then also, in terms of shipping wars, are the people who ship Spider-Man with either Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane Watson. Mm-hmm. First, I think with the movies, Gwen definitely gets the advantage. But Mary Jane in the comics, I think, is so endgame. Also because Stonefield. I know. Did you hear they broke up? What? I heard the rumor don't, that they broke up. Don't say stuff like that. <laughs> I thought you knew. Why would I know that? Because it's all over the internet. What? No. <laughs> Not okay. Not okay. No. Unacceptable. Stonefield. No. <laughs> I'm looking this up right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the heck? What's wrong with you? Anyway, continue. Um, those That's all I have for Marvel, so you need to lead the flare. It's only a rumor. That's what I said. It's a rumor. Oh, you said, did you hear they broke up? Yeah, did you did hear that they broke up? It's rumored. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> okay, so Flaro, I feel like Flash is so new that there's not a lot. Um, But... Obviously, the the main, main ship of Arrow is Elicity, which is Ollie and Felicity. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then, I mean, for a time, there was Barry Felicity. And then now there's Ray and Felicity. Felicity just gets around. <laughs> I mean, ship speaking, anyway. <laughs> and then on Flash, there's Barry and Violet, which isn't even real yet. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not that many yet because it's so new. And I feel like Arrow, there's so much other stuff going on that you don't have time to ship it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there is no other big ship other than Elicity. And the cute thing is, is that Stephen Amell is, like, all about Elicity. <laughs> um, if you guys follow Stephen Amell on anything, he's super into the fandom. And he ships Elicity. He, like, participates in, like, Meme Mondays and, like, Woman Crush Wednesdays and everything. Like, he's just so into the fandom. And I think that's what helps Elicity a lot. And that's how we got, like, an Elicity date and, like, some of the... Olicity moments in the last few episodes. So thanks, Stephen Amell. <laughs> You're awesome. Um, but yeah, there's not a whole lot yet because I feel like Flash would have more, and it's so new that there's not a lot yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think it is one of the budding fandoms that could lead to a lot of shipping, though. Yeah, definitely. Especially with all the new spinoffs coming. Yeah. So, here's a big one. Uh, I, I really don't think Teen Wolf fans are that into shipping at all. I mean... No, not at all. I mean, it's not a part of fandom for them at all. Nope. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like how... So it's. I was wondering what that was. <laughs> it's just a lot of S's. Yeah. So, uh, let's just go down the list, shall we? Okay. Uh, I mean, of course, we have to start with Steric. You have to. Steric dominates the world. It is an overwhelming <laughs> presence in fandom, period. Not just Teen Wolf fandom, just fandom. Steric is one of those things that even if you know nothing about even the freaking internet, you'll know about Steric. And it really was important, I think, in paving the way to get online ships validated by the greater like legitimate entertainment community yeah because i mean it won the tv guide poll and tv guide refused to post it saying that they're not like a real couple nice and so many even celebrities and stuff are like uh what especially Um, john barrowman who has since become part of the flaro universe Yes, and I'm surprised he's not a part of a ship yet. I am sure that once, like, there's a ship available for him, that he will be 100% for it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure at some point he has tried to start, um, like, his character and dig. (laughs) He was all about shipping himself on Doctor Who, so it worked. (laughs) Yeah, pretty sure he's kind of into Diggle. (laughs) Um, okay, well, anyways, Steric is huge. And um, I would say that right after that is Sheriff Stalinsky and Mama McCall. <laughs> I think Sheriff Stalinsky and like, not everyone agrees on Steric. Everyone agrees about Sheriff Stalinsky and Mama McCall. Even Melissa and Lyndon agree with Sheriff Stalinsky and Mama McCall. 
I mean, pretty much the only person who hasn't signed off on it at this point is Jeff Davis. Let's be real. I mean, that's because Jeff Davis, but we'll get to him later. (laughs) Jeff Davis, we have uh, our own special section just for you. (laughs) How do you think... Okay, so I still don't understand if... Oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. He plays Derek. Tyler Hecklin. <laughs> I still don't understand how big a role he's going to have on the show moving forward. Like, I don't get if he's leaving the show or if he's just going to be recurring or what's happening. I have no idea. I don't know. I I am going back to what we said earlier. One time, um, Holland Roden referred to Steric as the Ross and Rachel of Teen Wolf. Nice. Um... Yeah. I think the other one that I ship really hard that's not real, Stidia. Really? You do? I love them. I have I a hard time. Not with... so much. Go ahead. I have a hard time with the Stidia ship name just because it sounds like an STD. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I think that, like, not so much I ship them as, like, a couple, but I ship them as, like, a, a bro TP. I love them as a bro TP. They have a really great dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think they're adorable. And in that same line, there's Skidia. Which I kind of... Sometimes I ship it. Like, ship it, ship it? Or like, like bro ship it, ship it. Ship it. Oh, I don't ship it, ship it. <laughs> but, like, I don't always ship it, just sometimes I do. Like, sometimes I see a moment, I'm like, oh. First season, I shipped Scallison so hard. Oh, my God. I think everyone did. Well, everybody just assumed their endgame, and then Crystal left, and they killed her, and it was like, what? And now she wants back. <laughs> no. Nope. That ship has sailed, Crystal. If there's one uh, show that can bring someone back from the dead, though. Besides Supernatural, it's Teen Wolf. Yeah, I guess so. The problem is that Teen Wolf very much delves into real people problems, so how would you bring her back from the dead, like, legally? Yeah, that's true. It's like there was literally a body. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really. Though Dean got around that on Supernatural, so you never know. (laughs) Um, and then there's now Skira. Who are adorable. They are adorable. I think just Tyler Posey has, like, this charm about him that makes him so cute. Like, I'm not attracted to him at all, but I think he just has, like, this little boy adorableness. I just want to pinch his cheeks and feed him cookies. I know. That, like, everything that he does on that show, I'm like, aww. (laughs) Like, whenever he hangs out with his mom, I'm like, aww, you guys are so cute. Then there's also, um, um, speaking of Scott, we have, I cannot, Skysick? 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 Skysick! I miss Isaac so much. I know. <laughs> Skysick. And Skiles, of course. Skiles is, like, the ultimate, the ultimate bro TP. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Exactly. They're just, they're just like the perfect friends. They are. I wish I had Everybody like deserves that. a friend. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're like on the same wavelength right now, but yeah. 
Yeah. Everyone deserves a friend as good as Styles and Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, for a time, shipped Lydia and Jackson. I think everybody at some point kind of does. Yeah. Mostly because I love Colton. <laughs> but Colton is such a better person than Jackson. <laughs> I know, right? And then there's Lydia Aiden, which I thought that bleh, 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 bleh. I thought was way too forced. Yeah, and then I didn't feel it until he died. No, because remember when he died, I was like, I don't get why she's so upset. They went on like four dates. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then there's Dethan. Yes. Dethan, I wish would come back. There's the chance he's still alive. I know. I doubt it, but I wish that Ethan would come back. They were really cute. They were pretty adorable. Especially when there was, like, the concert and he was fixing his tie. That was so cute. And I don't know, I don't think either one of them are actually gay, are they? I have absolutely no idea. I don't think so but if they are not they play it really well yeah i have absolutely no idea i don't know either but i do think they play it really well like they play it believably Mm -hmm. um of course there's christina's favorite darish darish i love darish so much like i can't even (laughs) explain it i don't even know why i just do and I love Parrish and Lydia as a crime-fighting team. I just want... Okay. I want scenes this season with Parrish and Lydia and Siles just, like, solving crimes together. That'd be so fun. Like, when they went back to the, um... Eichen house. Like, that was the best. That was awesome. Like, everything about that scene was just perfect. I loved it at Comic-Con last year when they put, when they shared their favorite crack ships. <laughs> and like I think Tyler Posey's was Coach and Liam <laughs> and even like Ty- uh, not Tyler D- Dylan baby Dylan mm-hmm. was Spray like Barry. who yeah <laughs> was like who who's Coach what <laughs> um yeah and then of course I one of my new favorite bro TPs is Liam and Mason they are a great... They are mini Skiles. They are mini Skiles. No, I think they're more mini Jackson and Danny. Except that he's... Neither of them is as jerky as Jackson. That's the thing for me. That's true. That's true. All right. <laughs> Touche. Um, Teen Wolf, I feel like you could get into so much about shipping. Because that, to me, is like the ultimate ship anchor. <laughs> for lack of a better word <laughs> like if you want to like have shipping be like have a model for shipping Teen Wolf is that model because mm-hmm. they have both bro TPs and OTPs and like something that just dominates the freaking internet mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing's harder than shipping a ship besides Steric yeah. Like, good luck true. trying to find your fake and fan art for that, people. Especially if it's in direct conflict with Steric. <laughs> um, so our final major ship 
uh, thing. <laughs> what were we trying to say? Fandom. Ship fandom is supernatural. Mm. Um. <laughs> I started out gung-ho when the show started, and I don't know, just it's not fun anymore. It's not, because they hate it so much. So, there's Destiel. Which I used to be all for, man. Like, I, I was into it. I don't see it. I did. And now I'm just like, like, I don't even watch the show anymore. It's just like, mm. Uh, so, Sam and Jess, that was like the original. That lasted all of like 30 minutes. Which now is weird for me to watch now that Adrian Palicki is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes! <laughs> so true! <laughs> Every time I see her, I'm like, Jess! <laughs> um, and then I guess Sam Steele. Which I just like to say. And I think it's more Jared and Misha than Sam Steele. Yeah. And then, of course, ah, the Winsest. Oh. <laughs> you know another ship that we didn't mention that's kind of big online, I've noticed? Huh. Uh, Sabriel? Who now what? <laughs> oh, Sam, Sam and Gabriel? Gabriel? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought, I was thinking about all the other fandoms. I'm like, who? What? <laughs> mm, yeah, I guess. No, I'm not know. saying that it's something I ship. I'm just saying it's something I've noticed around a lot. Oh, I haven't noticed it, but okay. I think it's kind of seen as like the companionship to um <laughs> companionship. <laughs> I feel like Destiel by the time I heard about it, it had already like died such a horrible death. The thing is, it's it's sad because it's still a really popular ship in fandom. It's just like they're so broken. Because Jensen Ackles is a D-bag about it. Yeah. Like to the point it makes me like uncomfortable. And I'm sorry for you guys who like Jensen Ackles. I like Jensen Ackles. I do. I just think he needs to calm down. Mm-hmm. He is like the Louis Tomlinson <laughs> of Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> That definitely makes Misha Harry. <laughs> he he would definitely be wearing the flower crown, that is for sure. <laughs> and I feel like Jared is just the Nile. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's sad, though, because, like... Destiel was one of the ships that produced some of the best, like, artistic work. Uh-huh. And it's almost like they've been so degraded by not only Jensen, but even just, like, fan the fandom community for, like, once your ship gets so big, there will be a lot of haters, like, no matter what. So I just feel <laughs> like they've, got, they've gotten a lot of hate. Sorry, I just thought of the Taylor Swift lyrics. Haters gonna hate, hate, hate. <laughs> yep, you just gotta shake right. it off, Destiel fans. Shake it off. <laughs> There's plenty of other Starbucks lovers out there. <laughs> I think we could have an entire conversation on Taylor Swift lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I liked when she won the AMA. I think it was AMAs, and she's like, "It's long list of ex lovers, you guys." <laughs> Um, 
Okay, anyway. <laughs> and what about the ship that needs to sink already? I think we both agree on Rumbell, which I think has sunk. So I think that's good. People are still holding on hope for Rumbell, and I don't understand it, people. I don't. Oh, you mean in fandom. I thought you meant on the show. Well, on the show, it's it's died. Yeah. But in fandom, people are still holding out for it, and I don't know why. Like, he's such a terrible person. Like, just because you have those moments where you're a good person, and I think it says a lot about um, his acting ability that people still think that sometimes he really mm-hmm. is a villain and he really did wrong her and hurt her terribly. Yeah. He lied to her the entire time they were married. Mm-hmm. It's just not, I mean, I just thought of another one too, but yeah. <laughs> um, so mine that I hate that's actually canon is Leighton, <laughs> Lucas and Peyton. Or as I like to call them, pukus. <laughs> I hated it. Hated it. <laughs> I was so mad that they ended up together. And they left the show. Because Chad Michael Moore and Mary like forced Hillary Burton to leave. Aww. I'm just getting to the point where I can watch him on Agent Carter and not be like stupid Lucas. <laughs> I can't. When I watched Agent Carter, I'm like, ugh, Lucas. And I just, like, turned it off. Well, at least on Agent Carter, most of the time, he's supposed to be a D-bag, so it works. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just have another one, but you go ahead. Um, I'm just uncomfortable with incest as a whole. I think most people are uncomfortable with incest as a whole. <laughs> it, it, but it's so pervasive, almost, in fandom that, like, I almost need to avoid the fandom as a whole because it freaks me out so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> um, the other one I thought of was Bedward. Bella and Edward. Oh. Team Edward <laughs> versus Team Jacob. I hate them both. Yeah, I, I know, pretty much. It's like she had Anna Kendrick right there. Come on. Who had Anna Kendrick? Bella. Um, I don't think Bella played for that team. She should have. <laughs> she also had Ashley Green if she was going to play for that team. I mean, and Kellen Lutz. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I love Robert, but in that movie, he is scary looking. Heck, come on, there's Dr. McSparkly. Dr. McSparkly. I'm going to get you with my compassion. <laughs> I feel like if we were into Grey's Anatomy, that would have been a big ship fandom. Merdare. Mm-hmm. And, um... Oh, there's so many. I still watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> but I I have never gotten into the ships. Mm-hmm. I just watch it for the drama of it all. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what do you think makes two characters good for shipping? Um, I think... The most popular ships are the ones that are the best friends that go through some kind of conflict, and then the mortal enemies. I think the mortal enemies are more of a fandom ship. What is going on over there? Oh, Susie was shaking it off. Oh, good job, Susie. <laughs> the haters are going to hate. Um, I don't even remember what I was saying. We were talking about what makes the perfect ship. 
Oh, the Mortal Enemies one is definitely more of a fandom. More of a online thing. Definitely. Like that one you texted me about today, Bonkai. That's um Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries about Bonnie and Kai, who literally tried to kill Bonnie on multiple occasions. <laughs> like, he tried to stab her, he tried to suffocate her, he tried to light her on fire. I mean, <laughs> how could you actually ship Bonkai? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, one of the things that I said was, when the writers make it seem like they might be a thing, only to rip it away from the fans. Seriously. <laughs> And we're not just talking about queer baiting people. We mean literally like, oh, we're in love. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. That happens a lot on television and movies. Yeah. I think one of the big ones I saw recently was on Arrow with um, Elicity. I know. I don't know why they did that. Why did they let them have a date and then they're like, just kidding. I felt so bad for the shippers, like so bad. I like mildly ship Olicity. Like I'm not all that big on it at all, but I ship Olicity if I'm going to ship a, a, a relationship on that show. And I was so excited when they had a date and then they're just like, just kidding. And I'm like, what? Come on now. How dare you? Why did you do that? Um... Yeah, and when the character or when the actors have good chemistry, like the Charmings, mm-hmm. or I honestly think that David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston had great chemistry. They did. They were adorable. Um. Yeah. So. Continue, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next point we had was the OTP versus the BroTP. What about it? <laughs> um, I feel like sometimes within ships, there's a lot of conflict for people who think that they are the OTP versus people who think they're just a bro TP. Right. Like Lydia and Parrish. Mm-hmm. And Stidia. I think Stidia is a big one. Stidia, I honestly, I go back and forth about whether they're OTP or bro TP. And really, I think that those relationships are some of the more interesting ones to explore. Yeah. Because sometimes people just don't have romantic chemistry. Like, they can be great and they can make each other laugh and care about each other a lot. They just don't have that chemistry. Yeah. Like, I think that, I think that about, um, oh my gosh, what are they called? Scott and Lydia. Like, I would never ship them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think they're a cute bro TP. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I think there's also a lot of, Bro TP versus OTP and Glee. Yeah, there is. Like, I think that um, Faberry is a really cute Bro TP, but I would never ship them. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And not because I'm homophobic, people. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's another thing. If you ship two people who are the same sex as a Bro TP when they're a popular OTP, automatically you're labeled as a homophobe. Which, if yeah, anyone that's... sees most of the ships I ship, will not think of me. Well, yeah, among other reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be kind of weird, but anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I think think that's something fandom needs to get away from. Like, there are lots of things that make someone a homophobe. Not sharing your ship is not one of them. Yeah. 
Just because we don't share your ship doesn't mean that we're homophobic. The only way you are homophobic is if the only reason you don't ship them is because they're the same because, sex. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, not shipping Skiles doesn't make us homophobes. Yeah. I'm not sure that I ship anyone of the same sex. Really? Hello. Hello. Claim. <laughs> oh, yeah, Claim. <laughs> Other than them, I don't really, though. Mm-hmm. And that's not because I'm freaking, <laughs> I'm freaking homophobic, okay? <laughs> I feel like you're in more into the um, fandoms where the slash ships are less of a pervasive force. And more scary. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you're more into, like, Flaro and Vampire Diaries and Once Upon a Time and stuff. Yeah, that's Whereas true. a lot more of the fandoms that I'm into, they're a bigger force. Yeah. I actually do ship Clean, and I... For, in the last season, I shipped Britanna, because I do think they're cute. But, yeah. Like I said, Glee lends itself to a lot more same-sex shipping. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot more of that going on. Um, that is that can be canon too. Mm-hmm. Like as much as you like Stucky, it's never gonna be canon. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Never tell a shipper that. <laughs> it's and there's a very, very slim chance that it's gonna be canon. <laughs> that I acknowledge. <laughs> that I fully and wholeheartedly acknowledge. Very slim chance. Just like there's a very, very slim chance that Swan Queen is going to be canon, you guys. But it's like, you know, when you're a shipper, you're not necessarily expecting it to be canon. You can kind of hope for that in the back of your head in a pipe dream. But really, you're mm-hmm. just waiting for, like, the little moments. Also, because Henry calls them both mom, which would be... Like, I don't even know how he differentiates between the two, because honestly, if you have two moms, you should have one be mom and one be something else. It's so kind of like with your grandparents. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like, Susie agrees. <laughs> Susie, it's just someone outside. It's okay. <laughs> Susie's like, yeah. <laughs> I wish some of the listeners could see how tiny Susie is. I know, she's really tiny. <laughs> she's down to 16 pounds. Oh, down to 16 pounds. Well, she was Good a job, little yeah. chubby. She needed to lose one pound. Aww. And she did. I'm very proud of her. Good job, Suze. She's been working I wish out. You, you should teach me how to do that. <laughs> lose one pound. I think you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so can you think of a fandom that seems to... Avoid shipping altogether. I was trying to think of one, and each time I came up with one, it like I started thinking of all the different ships. You know what ships I totally forgot about? What? Mitch and Cam. I think they're adorable. Oh yeah, <laughs> but they're like so established that like you don't even think of them as shipping. They're like Ross and Rachel. There's just like they it is. It doesn't matter. They are a thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can think of any ships that aren't, that, or uh, fandoms that avoid shipping. I had to explain bronies to my mom the other day. Bronies. Oh my. I had to explain shipping to my sister once, so. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I don't know. Hmm. 
Interesting. If anyone can think of one and share it with us, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, please it. do. Um, so what about shipping a small ship in a big fandom or a big ship in a small fandom? I was just thinking about that because I was thinking about how hard it is right now to ship Darish in the Teen Wolf fandom. <laughs> yeah. And I think the, yeah, I on the other side, the pain of shipping something in a small fandom is that there's not a lot of material to work with online. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was trying to think if I even ship a small ship in a big fandom. I think the close... Okay, so my small ship in a big fandom is Darish, but I think the closest I come to shipping something in a small fandom that's frustrating is Westfist from Common Law. Hmm. I think for me, it was uh, it was Jayton. Uh, Jake and Peyton. Yeah. No one wanted them, because everyone wanted Leighton to be Endgame, and I hated them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, no, Jayton all the way. <laughs> <laughs> that was the closest I've ever been to, like, a small ship in a huge fandom. Mm-hmm. And he was literally, I mean, Jake was literally on, like, what, maybe 10 episodes. Aww. In, like, 100 and something. <laughs> but I do have to say that the moment you know that your ship has hit it to the next level and hit the big time is when there is a coffee shop a fic. And when they have a fan video set to fix you by Coldplay. What's a coffee shop a fic? Oh, 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 Kelly. Dear, dear <sighs> Kelly. So every ship, once they reach a certain level of popularity, have some fic where it's an alternate universe where instead of the actual show or movie canon, it's everybody works in a coffee shop. What? (laughs) See, I need to get you more into fanon. What the heck? It's a very, very popular trope. Why is that a thing? I don't know, but it is. It's so weird. <laughs> Some of them are really good, though, and other ones are just like, no, stop. That's really strange. Also because there is a clean website called, like, Coffee Shop something something. There you go. <laughs> and I was like, I don't get it. I thought it was just because Clean loves coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm very new to fandom compared to Christina. I don't know how that happened. Because I just didn't know it was a thing. No, I mean, I don't know how I got into fanon. Oh. I don't know. I just know I didn't know it was a thing. And that's how I got not into it. And you did. (laughs) Um, Probably because I got that fancy internet phone before you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With the little rollerball in it. (laughs) That's why I had to get an iPhone. Because my rollerball broke on my Blackberry. Oh, no. (laughs) I didn't even get a smartphone until 2012. Wow. (laughs) I remember having to look up directions for you, like when I wasn't even in the same county as you. Yeah, I know. I remember that too. My first smartphone was the R2-D2 droid. Yes, I remember that. I I actually still have it right here in my living room. I kept it because it's a collector's item now. (laughs) Anyway. Back on track. Um... So, are fanon ships more popular than canon? I think the reason that they are sometimes is because it reflects exactly and independently what the fans want. Yeah. Whereas canon doesn't necessarily do that. In fact, it rarely does. 
So if something is created purely out of the love of the fans, obviously that's the one that's going to be more attractive and get more attention. The thing is, is like, I'm trying to think about like fanon versus canon, right? And I'm like, I feel like as soon as Blaine was introduced in Glee, everyone just sort of latched onto him being with Kurt. And like, it never was a question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not like when Sam, like, we thought maybe Sam was going to be the gay one. <laughs> For all of an episode and a half. Yeah, but, like, as soon as Darren Chris became, came on Glee, people were just like, clean. <laughs> and I think that happens, like, from, like, you know, when, Lyd- uh, not Lydia, what's her name? Kira came on Team Wolf. It was never a question of, oh, who she's going to hang out with. It's like, Skira. Skira is a thing. <laughs> And I think that just fans have such a huge say in things, even think, even though they think they don't or they wish that they did or whatever. I mean, you can't deny Fanon, really, even if you're Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Sorry, my mother is watching um, Jersey Boys <laughs> on TV. <laughs> Oh, it's on TV. You uh-huh. me like play by play of her opinion, and it's kind of funny. Nice, nice. I love Jersey Boys. She's expressing to me her love of Eric Bergen. Oh, Eric Bergen, I love you. Oh my gosh, my my stepdad thought that Eric Bergen and Barrett Fowler were the same person. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, he's on NCIS LA and Madam Secretary," and I'm like, "No, that's Barrett Fowler." <laughs> And he's like, no, there's, he's like, I bet you a hundred dollars it's the same person. And I'm like, I'm not even going to do that to you because I know I'm right. <laughs> My mom's just like, oh, he's really good. I like him. Was he on Broadway? I'm like, we saw him in Jersey Boys in San Francisco. And she's like, oh. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so let's talk about the, the people that are for and against shipping. Let's start off with the bad, because the bad's always the most fun. And I didn't see this last one that you added, and it makes me laugh a lot. Hey, if anyone is against fandom, it's him. Sure. So, the first one that you put was Jeff Davis. Just because I feel like he... Not necessarily that he tries to, like, get rid of fandom or anything. I think... A lot of fandom he embraces. I think the shipping part of fandom, he has kind of been disrespectful to in the point where he has used it to help the show gain popularity and, like, win contests and, like, different things. But when it comes to actually rewarding the fans and acknowledging them, he just kind of shuts that down. Yeah, he, like, rips it away from them. (laughs) Like I said. Mm Mm-hmm. The other one to me, I feel like they're basically the same, is Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy, I mean, we talked about this in our last episode, too, and I don't think I can ever fully explain how much I dislike Ryan Murphy, because not only does he, like, hate the fans, but he also has, like, weird grudges against his actors, which I don't like. It's, like, weird. Like, Like... Like, he will hold on to the grudge even to the detriment of the show. 
Like, it's really messed up. I actually, we were talking about this before we actually started recording. Someone said something online about how Eric, uh, Court Overstreet tried to leave Glee and then he came back. And I'm like, that's not what happened. Ryan Murphy threw him off the show. Yeah. And then everyone was so mad that he brought him back. <laughs> it's like, why are you taking it out on other people? It's like, oh, if Clayton's too big, then let's make sure we get, we separate them. <laughs> it's like, oh, if Finchel's too big, let's make sure they break up. It's like, what's wrong with you? Just let the fans have what they want. I could go on for a really long time about Ryan Murphy. <laughs> I know you could. Sorry. I was letting you. I'm sorry. I just really dislike him. I don't like that he takes out everything on other people. Yeah. Like, take it down a notch, homie, and let people have what they want. <laughs> Um, the other one that we have, we've spoken about on this podcast also, mm-hmm. and that is Jensen Ackles. And it makes me really sad about it. I know. I know. It's so upsetting. Why do you hate fandom, Jensen Ackles? And it's like, I really do feel like he ca- likes fans in general. But why are but you he's... so mean to fandom? Yeah. Though? Like... I don't know. He just hates shipping, and I don't understand why. <laughs> like, to to me, for all these people that we're talking about, it's not like it's hurting anybody. Yeah. I don't know why you have a problem with it. If anything, it just shows how much they really love the work you're doing. Yeah, I mean... Okay, it's one thing if we're like, we hate Danielle Harris Ackles, we hope she dies, which we don't. Yeah. We love her. Mm-hmm. And that I can understand if you're mad. Yeah. But why do you hate fandom so, like, ship so much? Like, we're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand. Yeah. And um, as we compared to, compared these two earlier in the podcast... <laughs> Jensen Ackles is the Louis, Louis Tomlinson, who is the other bad I feel like shipper. Louis almost has more of a reason to get pissed off than Jensen, though. Because they're actually real people. Yeah. But, like, the way he overreacts is like, oh, my God, bro, chill. Yeah. And the way you act... I like how I'm talking as if I'm talking to him. Yeah. The way you act about... Being gay makes everyone think that you are gay. (laughs) It's just so strange. Like, as soon as you're like, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, then people are like, yeah, you are. (laughs) It just draws more attention to it and makes you seem like a D-bag. Yeah. Because it's either that you're trying to hide that you're gay or you're a homophobe. It's like... Either way, it sucks. Yeah, I agree with that. It's actually, I I thought of him because I was watching stand-up one time, and uh, it was, have you heard of Russell Peters? Yeah. So he was talking about how, like, in India, grown men, like, hold pinkies and walk down the street together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, in America, it is never acceptable for a grown man to even touch another grown man's hand. It's like, as soon as you touch someone's hand, you're like, oh my god! And I'm like, I'm like, that's Louis, Tom- Louis Tomlinson. As soon as you even like get near it, he's like, no, 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 no. 
<laughs> it's exactly the right analogy. <laughs> <sighs> and then our our good shippers, I guess you would call them, mm-hmm. are also our fandom MV- or episode MVPs for being awesome. Because this is our shipping episode. Yes. Would you like to announce them? Well, first we have Brian Fuller. He do- he doesn't necessarily take what fandom does and say like, "Oh, you like that ship? I'm gonna make them a ship on the show." But like he acknowledges and embraces what the fans create and does create mm-hmm. moments on the show to acknowledge them and really uh-huh. embraces it and like says that they are just as valid in their artistry as he is and i i think that that's really awesome yeah that is cool because even if um you ship will and hannibal you know that they are would be messed up mainly due to (laughs) hannibal being you know a cannibalistic murderer why do you even watch the show i don't even know um so the, one of our other ones is Lana Perilla. Who is amazing. Who is awesome from Once Upon a Time, who plays Regina. And um, For defending I mean, just... fans against even other members of the show. Yeah, who was it that It was like one of the producers or creators or something, but not one of the ones we talk about a lot. The creators I know are into the fandom. It's, it's, it it's like an executive producer. producer or something. Yeah, I think so. But I like that Lana Perilla kind of stands up for the fans. Yeah. A fan stan. <laughs> but I'm... Um, sh- <laughs> we all know uh, who um, the leader of the fan stands would be, though. Fan stand? Yes. <laughs> and that is... Mr. Orlando Jones. Mr. Make 7 Up Yours. <laughs> Did you see he... Did this entire thing just making reaction gifs for Tumblr of him? Yes, I did see that. I think you sent it to me. <laughs> it was the best thing. And he made this um a while ago. Posted this um photoshopped image of him like as a college professor teaching shipping one hundred and one. Oh my god, that is amazing! It was awesome. I'll, find, I'll send it to you one day. But it was you have to. Yeah. That's amazing. He is the king of the stand of uh, the fan stands for sure. Mm-hmm. He really embraces everything that fandom is, and that's why yeah. people adore him. And um, again, we have to say thank you again, Orlando Jones, for allowing us as fans to interview you. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, A- another one that's really into fans. Um, is Osric Chow. Yes. From Supernatural. And, um... Oh, random fact about Osric Chow. <laughs> I was watching 2012 on TV the other day, and he's in that movie. Oh, you're watching what? 2012. He's in that? Yes. <gasps> oh my god, like I just remembered. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that Osric Chow? And then I'm like, IMDb'd it, and I'm like, oh my god, it is. Oh my god. 
Um, anyway, Osric Chow loves the fans, and that's awesome. I love that he writes Kevin Tran fan fiction. That might be one of my favorite things yeah. about him. Um, and you know who else in that same line of people that's a really big fan stan is Lauren Tom, who plays Mama Tran. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was also a part of another big fandom, Friends. Oh, yeah. She played Ross's girlfriend, Julie. I forgot. That's how I knew her. Like, when she was on Supernatural, I was like, it's Julie. (laughs) (laughs) And would you like to announce our last one? Um, And our final episode MVP and the good side of shipping is Mr. Misha Collins. Misha Migos. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he just embraces the fans for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I know that this was like a a weird version of Misha Collins, but his character in The French Mistake kind of is kind of what he's like with the fans and that he's like always tweeting us and sort of like saying funny stuff. You know, like that's cool. You should be a, a fan stan. <laughs> we need oh to gosh, get, make just... that a word. I just thought of another one, too. What? Stephen Amell. Yes. Stephen Amell is one of the greatest. For someone who's in such a new fandom, mm-hmm. I mean, he's all for it. And I love that he ships himself and Jared Padalecki. <laughs> it's so funny. He ships it so hard, it's hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he wants his daughter to marry Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> It's so cute. That's adorable. Yeah, if he doesn't end up marrying J.J. Ackles. <laughs> That's where, like, shippers need to, like, slow their roll. With the babies? You ship babies. It's like, calm down, bro. I'm pretty sure, though, that Stephen Amell ships Mavi and Thomas. <laughs> uh, it's pretty cute, though. Stephen Amell is one of the, is a really good... Um, fan- fandom shipper as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we love you guys that allow us to ship you guys and, you know, spur it forward. <laughs> That's always cool. Mm-hmm. It's what makes the fandoms fun. Embrace it. It'll make life easier. Yeah. I agree. Um. So in... Instead of ship moments, since this whole episode is about shipping, we decided to pick our ultimate ship moment. Of all time. Of all time. Which was hard. It actually was easier for me than I thought. Once you, like, just clear your mind, it comes to you. Because, honestly, I would have put, if I didn't think of this, I would have thought of (laughs) clean. Or Naley. So you go first, Christina, because we all know what yours is. Till the end of the line for Stucky. She's like getting teary-eyed just thinking about it. Like literally every couple days online, I'm checking to see if Bucky's going to be in Age of Ultron. (laughs) It's bad. It's bad, people. I'm really sorry. Good job. (laughs) I'm really, really apologize to everyone in advance for the wreck I'm going to be during Civil War. 
Oh, yeah. She will be. And I probably will have to see it with her, so you guys are spared. You will? <laughs> I probably will. I mean, I feel like seeing a Captain America movie needs to be... A Captain America movie needs to be seen with you. <laughs> because I'm more entertaining the, than the movie. It's just not the same. <laughs> It's not the same as when my brother-in-law was watching him run, and he's like, oh, so that's why you like this movie. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just sitting there being a wreck. Yeah. We'll go to that really creepy place in Sausalito. <laughs> oh my god, that was so weird. Yeah, even though my dad doesn't live there anymore. It felt like I was in someone's home theater. That was like the smallest century theaters I've seen in my life. Gross home theater. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um... So mine is a big throwback. I cried during that, too. I did, too. I mean, I think everyone did. What was, was that? We were in high school? Yeah, junior year of high school. 2004. Ah. Um, it was, she got off the plane. Rachel got off the plane. <laughs> uh, friends, for those of you who don't know... <laughs> Sometimes I forget that people don't know the whole story of Ross and Rachel. Yeah, like the whole scene is so amazing. Like she's she's leaving him a voicemail on his home phone, <laughs> which never and people don't even have home phones anymore. <laughs> and he has to rewind the the message, which for those of you who don't know, rewinding is when you go backwards. <laughs> That's not a thing anymore. Now you just skip. And he's like, oh, my God, did she get off the plane? Did she get off the plane? And then you just hear her behind him say, I got off the plane. And everyone just screams. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that the Internet community was what it is now back then. Because can, can you imagine? I heard that um, they did it once. And everyone screamed so loud and for so long that they couldn't continue with the scene. <laughs> because, like, people were just freaking out so much that they couldn't continue. Like, they had to do it again and tell people to, like, stop screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been us. <laughs> um... It's just such a... I mean, it was like the last... One of the last scenes of the last episode ever. Yeah. And it just is such a huge moment. Like, everyone realized that Roz and Rachel is Endgame. They are a thing. It's like, this is the Endgame. We've made it. Yeah. And I like that later on, even though the show sucked and crashed and burned very quickly, Joey... (laughs) (laughs) He later on talked about Roz and Rachel in the show. Well, Rachel was on the show. Well, he said something about how they were, um, they were married. Aww. Yeah, he's like my my two friends just got married. Cutie. Yeah, and they were the only ones left, so it had to be them. Yeah, it's just so good. I also enjoyed the very last lines that were that were spoken on Friends. Was Rachel said, "Should we go get some coffee or something?" And then Chandler goes, "Yeah, where?" <laughs> I was like, ah, Chandler. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't understand my obsession with friends, go back to our last splash, uh, throwback Thursday. <laughs> and I just went off about how much I love it. <laughs> Aww. 
So anyway, um, Regina, I think you have a big announcement. So we are going to have our first ever, I was going to say annual, but we don't know how it'll go, (laughs) (laughs) Um, shipping bracket. Because if there is one thing Americans like in the months of March and April, it is brackets. We come up with brackets for anything and everything, including food and random names. Oh, and there was a BuzzFeed hot guy bracket. Mm -hmm. And shipping brackets are the new hot thing in fandom. So Mm -hmm. we are going to have an ALNM bracket. So we are currently taking um, everyone's ships online, which will be done by the time this is posted. And I'll be posting the ship bracket. So we will have the head-to-head competitions of various ships and work our way through the bracket until the ultimate champion is crowned. Nice. Will it be movie and book and TV? Everything. Oh, wow. Ooh, I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. Are you going to vote, Kelly? Uh, Yeah. Do we get to um, nominate people? Yeah, sure. Yes. I'm totally going to nominate a ton of people. Just you wait. I do have a certain number of slots allocated for all the fan nominees. So it's not just us. So don't worry, people. Well, how are you going to pick which ones end up being... Are you going to put them all on there? I'm going to see which the popular ones are that we get responses for. Ah, okay. Um, okay. Sorry. Interesting. You okay there? Um, this guy for the A's had a no-hitter into the eighth inning. I don't even... It's like she's speaking Swedish. I have no idea. Opening day for most teams is today, so I am so, so sorry, people. <laughs> um, I'm impressed I haven't been shouting during this Giants game, though. Aren't you proud of me? I'm very proud of you. Good job. Because <laughs> I'm winning 5-1. to one. <laughs> So, we did this... I'm just going to keep talking over her. <laughs> We did this whole episode to introduce the shipping bracket because we will be going on a short hiatus. Um, We'll be returning with new episodes um, in mid-May, so it'll be about a month and a half. We'll be able to talk about the new Avengers movie. Yes. Um, Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, we have to go on a short hiatus. This is my fault. Um, I blame yeah. you. No. <laughs> Sorry. I wish I didn't have to, trust me. Um but yeah. So we'll be I feel like we should have like a Well we're taking a short hiatus from episode recording. And we're still gonna be posting to the website. Right. Yeah, we we will be and well Christina will be. Yes. I will not be available. Um but yeah. Short hiatus, not too long, hopefully. <laughs> so, anyway, would you like to talk about our various platforms? Sure. Well, you can contact us on Twitter. I couldn't even remember what my Twitter handle was for a minute. I am at <laughs> ALNM Christina. Kelly is at ALNM Kelly. And then the official. No. Huh? No? What are you? I don't even. ALNM Kelly Lee. See, I don't go on like Twitter to message people enough that I don't know handles. Okay. So then our <laughs> official podcast Twitter is ALNM Podcast. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Christina can't be trusted with this, apparently. 
Um, you can follow Christina on Tumblr at callmechristinae.tumblr.com. You can pretend to follow me on Tumblr <laughs> at um, xoxokellylee.tumblr.com. And you can definitely follow the podcast on Tumblr at alnmpodcast.tumblr.com. And you can also look us up on Facebook. Give us a like. Just search for a little nerd music podcast and we'll pop right up. Yay. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for a little nerd music. Um, and if you subscribe, then you will get new episodes every time they are available. Yay. I've actually noticed that the episode appears first if you subscribe, then if you search it. Yes, that's true. I've noticed that too. So if you need to know right away. Yeah. I like to listen to them right away just to see how well we did with the editing. See, I always thought that you would listen before you post it. I'm not going to listen to the whole thing over again. <laughs> okay. I just assume I did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> you can also email us at alnmpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at alnmpodcast because eventually we will do that. <laughs> And also check us out on the website, which I am currently overhauling. So by the time this gets posted, you should have a sleek new website to look at. Ooh, exciting. I still need to post oh, for today. We're also at alnmpodcast.com, by the way. Oh, yeah, Minor detail. <laughs> um, so yeah, episode 29 will hopefully be out sometime in mid-May. Right? Maybe even sure. sooner. Depends on how quickly I edit once we record it. And how, how quickly I come out of my hiatus. <laughs> I sound like I'm going into hibernation or something. <laughs> Whenever I talk to you during the break, I'm just going to be like, so how's your hiatus? <laughs> um, hopefully it won't be too long. But yeah. So thank you all for listening and for <laughs> sitting through us like giggling about ships and stuff for like two hours you don't you don't even know it could have been so much worse oh my gosh when when we were writing this outline i was like christina this is gonna be so long it's gonna be terrible and it's actually not that bad good job yeah we restrained ourselves yay i think because you kept me on task i tried <laughs> um so anyway Thank you all for listening, and we hope you enjoy um, your month that we won't be talking to you. And please vote in our shipping brackets. We're really excited for it. I know Christina's super stoked, and the closer it gets, I'm kind of more excited about it, too. So, yay. <laughs> I'm excited to see, like, who actually makes it. I know, me too. And I'm writing it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, well, thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.